Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 6, Dead Putting Society, and throwing it to Nick for our cold open. Hey, kids, we're eating dinner tonight. Come on out, Tiffany, Heather, Cody, Dylan, Dermot, Jordan, Taylor, Brittany, Wesley, Rumor, Scout, Cassidy, Zoe, Chloe, Max, Hunter, Kendall, Caitlin, Noah, Sasha, Morgan, Kira, Ian, Lauren, Hubert, Phil. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> I didn't even have to read that, eh? Yeah, right. No, I know. Yeah, right. I, there's no way oh. I could there's no way I could remember all of uh Cletus's kids. Uh, from the pretzel wagon episode, uh, just a fantastic a character. Show. I have this. I, I love like uh, I don't know, like hobo characters, hillbilly characters. Uh, that's my second kind of hillbilly hoboish related. I did the the singing hobo uh, from the train earlier this season, but I don't know what it is. I just got a I got a soft spot for them for some reason. Those uh, those two characters are like one of the characters that you can still make fun of without anyone caring. Yeah, you can just. It's really, kind of true, right? You really can make fun of like. Them. Yeah, them, uh, like, smokers, yep. you can make fun of, nobody cares. Dumb American dads. Yeah, stupid American dads, stupid Americans in general, you can kind of, like, yeah, Those rednecks. Yeah. Yeah, regardless mm. of whether, like, they're they're poor, just, like, rednecks in general. That was a hard mm-hmm. mission, too, in Simpsons Hit and Run, when uh, you had to get, what was it, Cletus's, uh, oh, what was it? It was a obviously it was a collection mission, but it was not easy because Cletus's car handles terribly. Yes, that's right, that's right. It was, and it's one of the earlier missions in the game too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's like maybe a quarter in, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you have to, yeah, you have to borrow his truck. So, uh, Cletus, get your truck fixed in the video game, so it makes the video game uh, a little bit easier. Ah, actually, you know what? Scratch that. Just don't do collection missions in video games. Those, those missions where you have to either collect something like that in a time span or um, escort somebody in a video game, uh, just just get rid of those missions. They're just terrible. They're annoying. And we need, it's, a, we need a sequel, and we need a, a second Simpsons movie. Yeah. Yeah. Let's instead of, instead of a collection to that, how about a gauntlet where you have to fight all of Cletus's grown-up children? That's That would be much more intense and uh, oh, yeah. like a lot more fun. I would assume so we could do um, a GTA Simpsons, which was kind of what they were going for a little bit in the Marge section of uh, Simpsons, the game. But yeah, a little bit. Right. Yeah. Because she was up against it was uh, Grand Theft Walrus, wasn't it? I guess Grand Theft Walrus. Grand yes. Theft Walrus. That's right. That's uh, right. They almost got sued for that level as well. Um, anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, enough. Yeah, of Rockstar was going to sue them. Uh, and Rockstar, where's Grand Theft Auto 6? It's been like ten years. Figure it's it out. Let's a long time. Let's yeah. get her going on the Mitchell here with Grand Theft Auto Six. I'm sick of waiting. I will uh, say I've that. only beat GTA Five once. I only played it once through as well. It was okay. Um, but like, and I played the multiplayer a bit. I know there's people still yeah. playing the multiplayer, which is probably why they don't want to release a new game because people are buying the in-game currency still. They just keep going on it, right? Yeah, and like, yeah, it was okay. GTA Four was terrible. Um, so I, I'm really hoping I really didn't like it. Cars felt like you were driving on butter. I didn't like the storyline. Yeah, line. that's true. Uh, uh, the expansions so, were pretty good. Um, the like Ballad of Gay Tony was good. Uh, true. That was a little dry. 
Yeah. That may have been better than the main storyline, but um, I'm really come on GTA Six. Don't let me down, and I'm really hoping this episode doesn't let me down too. So is this going? Oh yeah, Dead Putting yeah, Society. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before we get too far yeah, into a Grand Theft yeah. Auto podcast, uh, Dead Putting Society, our second of two sports themed episodes. We had Dance and Homer, and of course, revolves around baseball. This one, um, I guess, mini putt instead of golf it would be a little bit more accurate. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, first off, you went with something that wasn't baseball related or anything to the last episode to, to end it. You went with Homer's uh, in-studio singing where he sings about the Big Mac. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> it makes me giggle every time, man. Like, it's such a good recording. Uh, this uh, Oddly, there's a few good, really good gags um, that involve recording studios. There are. Like, uh, it, yeah, there are. Like Lurleen with Marge uh, uh, gritting her teeth and, and stuff like that. There's some good stuff. Uh, Tito Puente's song. Um, a lot of good stuff when it comes to recording studios. It's probably because I mean, the writers, uh, probably because so many people making the show, The Simpsons, were in that environment for like hours on end. Um, doing like around the voice takes. Yeah, and stuff voice, yeah, voice right, takes. Right. Yeah, sound effects. Yeah. Indeed. So that, that does make a lot of sense. Um, we had a, a really good episode Two of the three have been absolutely fantastic with Trios of Horror and Dance and Homer. Uh, I saw a tweet a while ago that was talking about just overhyped and over-acclaimed uh, movies. And I, I put that out on our Simpsons Twitter page, at Simpsons underscore EBE, wondering what fans thought is like the most overhyped, overacclaimed um, episode. Our uh, our good buddy, uh, uh, Mike Zematis, said um, the, the reveal of who shot Mr. Burns, so... The, the the end of the cliffhanger, I guess, because um, he said everyone was talking about it for weeks in elementary school, um, which I don't know how because it was over the summer. So Mike's memory might be a little bit jagged. Maybe it was at his Lithuanian summer camp or something like that, uh, <laughs> that he was talking about this. I agree with him, though. Like that was for me, that was the most hyped episode. too. It was really nothing like that. Well, it was different back when, you know, cable um or you didn't, no one gave you a show in its entirety. And uh, you couldn't just look up, um, there was no writers like tweeting out that had been fired, like the ending or, you know, spoilers or anything like that. You just had to wait. Right. And uh, it was more, I think there's even a little bit more to it too, because there was a prize involved uh, if you wrote into them and guessed who shot Mr. Burns. Not one person wrote into them who guessed correctly. They saw somebody on a message board back in what, 96, that would have been 95, 96 who did guess correctly and actually guessed Maggie, but they had no way of getting in contact with this person. Uh, so it, it, that person did not get the prize uh, in the end um, at our underscore town also agreed uh, with both you and Mike saying that, you know, he could get behind this, but um, there's still some great bits and stuff in that episode. So it's, it's not worth one to skip, but yeah, it probably has the most, uh, overhype of any Simpsons episode. Our good buddy here at Timothy Burleson said, uh, and I have to agree with him on this one. Anytime there's an overhyped celebrity guest uh, and his top three being Lady Gaga, Elon Musk, and Ted Nugent. And it, it, it does get really annoying when they plug a show. It's like, yep. the, the there's no story to it. It's like, there's a celebrity here and they're like trying to draw you in strictly because of celebrity. I don't care. If, if the episode stinks and who cares if the celebrity is there and my overhyped episode, I remember this one getting a lot of hype in the week leading up to it was the one where Homer goes to rock and roll fantasy camp 
uh, and they have Keith Richards and Mick Jagger yeah. uh, and Lenny Kravitz. Uh, yeah, that one, it just, that was another one of those episodes where it was like celebrities for the sake of celebrities. And the story was kind of stupid and like, it was just, you know, rock and roll cliches and stuff. So the, the story was, but, um, I can't stand those type of episodes. Uh, yeah, I think it all, I feel like it's only gotten worse in terms of the celebrity thing in the later seasons, um, where the writing was kind of suffering. So they kind of supplemented that with big uh, celebrity pushes or uh, even like celebrity directors doing like intros. It was more like it was people were more excited about that than the actual like kind of meat and potatoes of the episode. Um, yeah. Right. And do? yeah, I'm, I'm like a big uh, I'm a big Metallica fan. And I remember being really hyped when I heard that uh, Metallica was going to be in an episode and the episode uh, isn't, uh, you know, I don't even remember what episode it was that they were in. I just remember they were in the back of the truck. And uh, they played a, they had a couple quick lines, and then you know a quick um, um, little snippet of Master of Puppets, which thanks to Stranger Things has become popular once again. But again, that I see that shows that I I know Metallica was in an episode, but I can't even remember what episode it was. But it was about because it was just a shoehorn in again uh, of a celebrity. But thankfully, this one that we're gonna watch, Dead Putting Society, does not uh, have that. Uh, it's just a, a good story of. Um, again, it kind of parallels real life when parents kind of pit their kids against each other and kind of uh, uh, live vicariously through their kids from might be a failed dream or something like that or try to get revenge, whatever it may be. Yeah, and parents the- sometimes take sports way too seriously. Um, it's supposed to be for fun. But mind you, you I, I think you do have to instill like winning is the goal. But they're, you know, losing, there's a lot to be taken from losing as well. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm wondering though, cause you, like you watch sports. Uh, I know you're, you're more big into like, um, mixed martial arts and stuff like that. When it comes to golf, specifically mm. mini golf, apparently you, you were kind of alluding to, before you recorded this episode, you were kind of alluding to me that you've got some strong feelings towards mini golf. I love me some mini putt, like, I would, I never learned how to traditionally golf. Um, uh, my, my uncle is super into golf. He's been golfing for decades. Even like when he travels abroad, he makes sure that there's a golf course nearby. Like that's how serious this guy is. Um, and he's like, oh, you have a natural like swing. Like you should take lessons. And I, I just never wanted to. Um, that natural swing, uh, I took that to mini putt. I love going to mini putt, glow in the dark mini putt. Um, the more elaborate and extravagant the, uh, the course, the more fun I'm having. Um, I love the, the montage also in uh, happy Gilmore when they're mini putting. Um, yeah, whenever there's mini putt in a cartoon or a movie, I like, I'd really enjoy it. I kind of get giddy. <laughs> yeah, you, get, you get right into it. Eh? I, uh, I don't blame you for not wanting to get into golf. It's definitely much more frustrating and much more expensive than mini golf. Um, I am a huge mini golf fan as well. My all time favorite place, uh, probably just cause I have so many warm memories playing there with my dad as a kid would be the, the dinosaur themed mini golf in Niagara Falls on the, on the Canadian side of the border. I love that one. Um, I am, I'm, I must say I'm a, I'm a pretty good, uh, mini golf, uh, player myself, but I have one really bad memory in the summer of 2004, 
as my dog destroys a piece of plastic and makes noise in the background. Um, and that would be, I was 12 years old, summer of 2004. I was in Ajax, Ontario playing mini golf and I'm just about to take a putt. I bend down and just as I, I'm going on my, on my backswing, right on my shoulder, I hear, I feel something. What the heck? I look over, seagull crapped on me. Uh, the only time life, right? in my life that I had been crapped on by a bird was at that mini golf back in the summer of 2004. So I will always have that pleasant memory of getting pooed on um, by a seagull. So what do you remember, though, about this one? Like, is this one of your favorites? Uh, yeah, this is going to be one of my favorite episodes of the of the season. Um, has a lot of good gags that I remember. Uh, you know, the the topic is one of my one of like my favorite kind of activities to do. Uh, so I'm going to go in with an eight. Gonna go in with an eight. Um, I'm again. I'm I'm a fan of mini golf. Uh, I think this is one of the strongest, if not the strongest, Bart episode up until this point that I can remember. Because some of the other ones from season one kind of stunk. Uh, so I believe this one, and this is also kind of the first real rivalry we get between the Simpson yeah, family and the Flanders the family. Yeah. Um, which also plays a key factor in many, many, many episodes down the road. So. And I, th- there's one real gag in this that I, I can. I'm thinking about it right now. I can. I can see it in my head. I can hear it. That's my clue. And that my another. My other dog has found another thing of plastic to disrupt. But um, I'm going to give this an eight point one. Not as strong as uh, ho- right. uh, Dancing Homer, but still very, very good. So let's see if this one also uh, stands the the test of time or stuff tested the te- nostalgia. I should say. Let's get to Should Dead be a good Putting one. Society. Should be a good one. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Dead Putting Society, November 15th, 1990. The exact same day that it was revealed for sure that Millie Vanilli did not sing their songs. And now you know. Man, these random facts you keep keep getting. That one's real, too. That one's, that one's real? I never that know real you. Yeah, I never I know, know if it's real or not. I know. The chalkboard gag, Bart saying, I'm not a 32-year-old woman. A uh, little bit of foreshadowing, because he does catfish Miss Krabappel later on. So, mm. um, don't catfish people. Uh, by the way, if you're if you're catfishing somebody, uh, please stop, because that's really really ignorant. Unless you want to catfish other people that are catfishing, then oh, that, the the that reverse catfish. Out. Yeah, you. Ah, then okay. you both. It's it's just a blind date at that point, right? Catch, yeah, catch the yeah, catfish the catfish. All right. You ever watch that show, Catfish? Have you oh, ever yeah, been catfished? Um, never in person. Yeah. I always find out before I actually meet up on date. It's obvious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For me, I, I feel like the older generation is not as obvious. But then again, no. the uh, was it? there's a great Netflix documentary out there called The Tinder Swindler. Yes. Uh, so. This is a good one indeed. Yeah, same hey, thing. It's push mower. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah, there's representing the push mower boys. Now, now, Homer. Bart's busy working on his science project. You heard the lady, Homer. So please move quietly. Genius at work. One o'clock. Still just a potato. <laughs> hey there, neighbor. 
I have a feeling my kid would be something like that. Yeah. Cool job for a project. I feel like that, uh... Yeah, that bird feeder is that's the one and done. Yeah, that's the only time we ever see Flanders' front yard bird feeder. What are you talking about? Where? Well, um... Oh, there. There. And, uh... The there's a big patch over there. There's nothing wrong with crabgrass. It just has a bad name, that's all. Everyone would love it if it had a cute name like uh, Elfgrass. <laughs> well, I disagree right. with Homer there. I think Where's everyone's going to hate crabgrass regardless yeah. of what it looks like. But... Would you like some fruit juice? Don't toy with me, woman. Uh, get the help over hearing, <laughs> Simpson. Uh, I've got some ice-cold suds in the rumpus room if you'd like to join me. Well, uh, so, I was reading okay, up on this episode. This is actually before... Oh gosh, yeah, he missed all the spots. Um, he only pushed it once. This is before he's super religious. Yes, exactly, because he's got this huge game room. Um, I was always jealous of this game room. Um, my dad almost made something like this at the house I grew up in. We had a dartboard and uh, air hockey. It's great. My uh, dad made kind of a bar. It wasn't as elaborate as Flanders, and we had all our sports stuff on the wall. But like a pool, oh, yes. a pool table and stuff. Like he had a he had a wet bar. He didn't have a tap though. That's a. Uh, I feel like most guys would want something like this. Oh, my pleasure, study buddy. This is kind of the first time we got a real rubbing it in of like how the Flanders are supposed to be the perfect family you know type thing, right? Yeah. I'm sure. Do you think he has the train set to get uh, Reverend Lovejoy over? You know what? Yeah, I never. I was thinking Reverend Lovejoy when I saw the train set. Like, uh, maybe not directly, but I was looking at the train set when they pan by quickly and thinking kind of the same thing. Your wife's butt is higher than my wife's butt. You make me sick. Simpson? That's the I'm first time, I think the only time in my life I've I ever heard I wouldn't stay on a another, one man compared to another man that his, like they're talking over how high their wife's bums are. That is not something that gets discussed, I can tell you that. No, that's, I think that's why he got kicked out. Yeah. He's implying that he was staring at his wife's ass, so that's not... No, I know, but I don't think anyone has ever said that in the history of time. Like, my wife has a better... Like, they might say mine wife has a better behind, but, like, the way it's, like, high, I don't think anybody's ever said that. Well, it wasn't so much what he said, it was how he said it. Well, how did he say it? Well, he... Was he angry? No. Was he rude? Okay, okay. It wasn't how he said it either, but the message if was you, loud I, and clear. You know what? If I ever had a like a man cave, I would really like to put in one of those like virtual pinball machines that have like a thousand different tables on them. But a perfect neighbor. Well, that'd be cool. He's perfect now, is he? Well, he's not. Perfect, I always wanted to play the Simpsons pinball. Very no, no, Mark. Don't back I've always wanted to play the Metallica pinball. There was a huge selection of pinball machines at the CNE summer of 2022. But no Metallica pinball. I was disappointed. This kind of first. They have pinball at CNE. Yeah, yeah, they have a huge the oh, whole dude, gaming credit? section. Yeah. Cash? What? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. I'm going to check it out. What's the matter? It's kind of the first time we see Marge take Flanders' side, too, which also becomes kind of That's a running true. game. Yep. It's not so much that she takes Flanders' side. It's that she's the rational head as Homer is the, the mean one. <laughs> Talk about flunking the old turn the other cheek. Love test. how Maude is in full makeup when they're going to bed. I'm not the one you should be talking to. 
I do like Flanders nightcap too. How he has like the old yeah. 1880 nightcap. I could never wear that. That's too hot. Like it'd be too hot. No, just be uncomfortable. Yeah. Just a minute, honey. Honey, wake up. It sounds like Ned Flanders is having some sort of crisis. Oh. Probably stepped on a worm. <laughs> <laughs> and there's our first indication that Ned is this, hour, but this overly cautious, overly I feel like overthinking religious guy. Huh? Love thy neighbor. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh. Matthew 19, 19. Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, Ned, the good book says a gentle answer turneth away wrath. A gentle answer? Well, that is a Jim Dandy idea. <laughs> Bless you, Reverend. Dear neighbor, it's amazing he has so many more gadgets and stuff in his house. I don't blame you for being because they make the same money. I just wanted to give you this letter. I'll As we find out years and years later, there's a reason for that. He's able yeah. to squeeze every penny. Thank you, Chuck Garabini. I love you. And yet, I feel a great sadness. <laughs> in my bosom. <laughs> What's up? Wait, wait, there's more. You know, when I was younger, I probably laughed at this. But you know, as I get older, I probably agree with March. Like Flanders really is just trying to be nice. I don't like he's he's doing so in a really corny way. But like he's really just trying to be a nice guy here. He he feels bad about what he said, even though Homer instigated it. But it is very corny. As shown by Marge laughing behind the wall and Lisa laughing as well. Yeah, it'd be really odd if your neighbor sent you a letter like that. Let's do something together. What does everyone say to some miniature golf followed by a round of frosty chocolate milkshakes? Homer actually is saying that, yeah. Actually says the frosty milkshake line. If I win, I'll bring home a brand new protractor. Too bad we don't live in a farm. Let's go, boy. <laughs> I forgot about that line. That's good. Four. Very good indeed. Great golf course. Don't. That was just a practice shot, boy. Play where it lays, Homer. Imagine if that were actually true. Like he, there was a uh, pick your three holes to go down to to a spot and. It goes to like a parking lot or like in a creek or something. Yeah. Now, at this time, Flanders, like, it still seemed that he only has uh, one kid, right? Like, it's only Todd. Rod's not around, right? I love how the monkey looks like Homer. Which yeah. we, we it kind of <laughs> then he acts like an ape, yeah. See, perfect. It, it, He's mimicking that's it. Really that's a good. good gag, yeah. And even um, that that ends up kind of being the, the look of king size Homer and trio support. That sounds great. All right, this will be pretty close to it, anyway. The the ongoing gag of their love for for apes. Yeah, especially that Homer is kind of like an ape. Jack Nicholson himself couldn't make the shot. That's a fantastic line. It won't go in, but you set yourself up for an easy deuce. Oh, well, huh? It went in. Good shot, Todsky. Luck. 
One thing I don't Final really score. get Burst is like, why do all the holes Homer on the mini golf course have like that kind of? Never mind. Hey, look. There's a, like around wow. around the hole. There's like a, a bump that you have to get over. I've never been to a mini golf course that had that. I bet there's like a some sort of someone's probably made a compilation of like the best mini golf courses across North America. I wonder if there are like epic mini golf courses. I'm sure there are. There were there, there's like a par seven or something like that. Oh, I hope so. That was a really I'd never noticed that before. They, so Bart is seen through the glass. He's drinking his milkshake, and his milkshake goes to half empty. And so the way he's saying that. He's like, I don't think I could. I've never won anything. He's seeing the glass half empty. Not that he could possibly win. That's that was cool. Okay, that didn't work this time. Yeah, it's some good uh, visual aid for sure. That's a smart. I don't remember this part about him putting through Santa's little helper. What a violin is to the guy that the violin guy. No, come on. Give your putter a name. What? Come on, give it a name. Mr. Putter. Mom! Do you want to try a little harder, son? Come on, give it a girl's name. Mom. Your putter's name is Charlene. <laughs> why? It just is. That's why. I wonder how Homer, why now Charlene? There's a picture of your enemy. And this is also a, a Homer's Every coaching day, strategies are pretty much a good way to. minutes staring at it. And concentrating um, on how much you not coach him, somebody essentially it will be when oh you yeah too Charlie much pressure making it no him. fun at all oh, pressure oh, playing against Charlie like is. being coming obsessed with an enemy instead of working on your own skills and it's all about anger instead of skill which like you need a will to compete and stuff but this isn't the right way but if it's classic Homer, this is what Homer wants to do, right? Because he's so obsessed with beating yeah. Flanders. So it's great storytelling. I love that. Is that the first Flanderises? I think that is. Flanderises. someone else look bad, and I'm tired of making other people feel good about themselves. Sixth place, yeah. Runner up, fourth place. Everybody gets a trophy day. Nice, nice little Please, visual gag there. Simple. That was before those kind of trophies became really popular. But I think you're referring to a pawn. Right. I am a pawn. I feel like those kind of trophies are commonplace now. Everyone wins. Oh yeah. Everyone gets some sort of token prize. I think I can help you. Our journey begins here at the library. And now Lisa gets good coaching. Hi Lisa. Hey Ralph. And this is a nice only, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's like a kind of look into uh, Lisa's life outside of school and what she does in her spare time. She's an old soul, right? She's, yeah. She's if only she helped her brother and Bart gets an F. Yeah. Like, yeah, why couldn't she do this with history with Bart? Right? It'd make it interesting. Yeah. Lisa, we can't afford all these books. Bart, we're just going to borrow them. Gotcha. I want you to I love that. The logical part of your mind. And here comes my favorite okay. part of the episode Embrace coming up here. Nothingness. You got it. Become like an uncarved stone. Done. But you're just pretending to know what I'm talking about. True. Well, it's very frustrating. I'll bet. But oh, wait. Yeah, here, here it is. Here it is. What's the sound, What's of, the one sound of one hand clapping? No, Bart. It's a 3,000 year old riddle with no answer. It's supposed to clear your mind of conscious thought. 
no answer, Lisa, listen up. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Part, yeah. yeah. Another one. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, does it make a sound? Absolutely. But Bart, how can sound exist if there's no one there to hear it? Ooh, it is time. <laughs> I like the the basis of this game. Seems the light bulb moment. Geometry. And look at, this is this is analytical Lisa here. It's true. Yeah, it's all math. Especially with golf. Yeah. I can't believe it. You actually found There's probably some idiot listening to us right now going, You can't measure something in sports, it's all hard. Well, is Mini Putt a sport? Uh, it's more of a hobby, I would say. I feel like I would watch it if they had the right production value. Why was Krusty in the pool hall, but it was like the, it was Krusty Krusty gets busted in his prison outfit without the makeup. Landers, I don't care what this looks like. Bart's gonna mop the floor with your son's ugly butt. <laughs> well, sir, may the best man win. Ah, may the best man win. The mating call of the loser. Now, just a minute, Simpson. Mm. I think my son has a very good chance. Oh yeah, want to bet? Ah, uh, well, I'm not, I'm not a betting man. <laughs> oh, I'm a chicken, am I? That's right. Oh, all right. How's this for a wager? Uh, a, a batch of your wife's delicious blueberry muffins against uh, one of my wife's homemade wind chimes. Oh, well, well, you afraid oh, to make wind a chimes. real bet? Most no, annoying I... things in the world. Yeah, as the the wind chime saying is, if your neighbor has a wind chime, you also have a wind chime. Yes, and if your neighbor has a wind chime, you're going to be annoyed as hell. Yeah, it'd be a shame if it falls apart during a storm. I had a neighbor at a wind chime in the summer. I distinctly heard, I can hear it right now as I'm sitting in my bedroom. Mm. I can smell the stupid lilac bush that was outside my house that I couldn't stand and that damn wind chime. The father of a loser mows Just a minute. The loser is such a harsh word. Couldn't we just See say that boy who doesn't win? Flanders saying loser is such a harsh word does sound like something that somebody today would say. Oh, most but we definitely, can't call yeah. They have to be the runner-up or the non-winner or something. Now, I suppose you both have to sign this. I hope blood won't be necessary. I'm game if you are, Flanders. Can you imagine wearing a sweater all year round? I couldn't do it. It's too hot. I think that all the time, if I'm on an event or just, I guess, anything outside in a hot weather, and people who wear, like, people who wear jeans when it's, like, really, really hot and humid out, how? How are you doing that? Although most of the people I associate with, they wear shorts as soon as they can, sometimes at questionable times, like in like February, when it's still too cold, you should not be wearing shorts. No. What's that toy there? That little alien? Is it's that from, from uh, it looks like Bob, the... Right? No, it's the monster movie that... Uh... We see him again. Remember when Barton leaves to go to the movies and Lisa says, Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Pork chops and eggs? Oh, no. It's steak. It's steak. Oh, okay. Remember, steak makes him Logie. Aim for the octopus third tentacle. Twelve Paul, bank it off the pink tombstone. Never and make steak in a pan. There you go, Bart. A lumberjack's breakfast for my little golfer. Mom, Bart is on a strict diet of complex carbohydrates. 
steak will make him logy. Oh, well, what? I love that word, logy. Oatmeal. Oatmeal? Oats are what a champion thoroughbred eats before he. Is logy actually a word? Logy, it must be. I've heard it before. Oh, it is. Dull and heavy in motion or thought and sluggish. I didn't know if that was like a made-up word for. Let's add that into our daily. I'm gonna use that next week. I love this montage of them getting the the thing the horse ready. Like they have like ten employees. Yeah, pretending that it's not just one person. Yeah, fresh yeah. turf. Yeah, it's not some scrummager who's just going over it with like a quick rake. Man, look at all of these parents. It's only fifty dollars. I like. There's one parent in the background who's like supposed to be talking or something, but he's just a sta like he's in a statue form. He's not moving or anything. Do you uh, watch TSN uh, the Ocho? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Thanks, there is not a mini putt, correct? Not if there is, they should. If they throw a little bit of production value around it, I, I think a lot of people would watch. And make it like really, make like a joke out of it, and make it like really complex and treat it like a PGA tournament or something like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like have this British guy. Or a British voice or something in the background. Or get the soccer guy to do it. Like a soccer well, I, the, I'd like the horse racing announcer. I think a horse Ooh, racing announcer would be there great. And there's Bart's zen face. Love that. And the battle is well and truly joined. Mercy is for the weak, Todd. So Todd just has natural talent. I, I guess. He must, or maybe Flanders. He didn't use math to do all any of this. It was no, just, he's, he's uh, just playing. He's got his little golf outfit, looking like he's from the 1940s. I would love if somebody made a recreation of this particular. They should do that in they really, uh, Florida. Really should. Yeah, they should. Tear something down and build the mini golf. There's plenty of, there's some room near the gift shop. Uh, it doesn't have to be huge. No. Like, just a, maybe small versions of all this. Yeah, just literally for the, the reference. For we should go, Nick, and do a, a podcast when we're there. Just like have a mic when we're eating our, uh, our, when we're drinking our Flamin' Moe's and eating our uh, crusty burgers. We could do a podcast. We could, we could, we could do it in uh, Moe's bar. Yeah. what Vince Lombardi said. If you lose, you're out of the family. All right, we're doing that at some point. You've already been, but you're going to go uh, again. Yeah. I love that line. If Vin, like Vince Lombardi said, if you lose, you're out of the family. Of course, he did not say that. Or maybe he did. Who knows? But it's possible. You may have. Neither man showing his best form. This sort of pressure can unhinge even the steeliest of competitors. The decision to go with like the quiet, real-life yeah, golf British guy is brilliant. PGA vibes. I guess it's Bill's character. Who wants to build character? Let's quit. Okay. We decided we're equally good. We want to call it a draw, man. First of... Uh, I don't know if it's many, but there is another draw that I can think of that happens in a Simpsons sporting moment. forgive an old Brit for crying, but this is the most stirring display of gallantry and sportsmanship since Mountbatten gave Ninja back to the Punjabs. Put her there, man! Random historical $25 reference. $25 each. 
Hey, that's a lot of money when you're 10, right? Oh, yeah, you could buy a decent amount of stuff with that. You know how much money I would have blown on like, hockey cards and... Yeah, would have been uh, Pokemon cards and junk and maybe like a toy. Yeah. yeah. Flanders' wording came back to haunt himself there. Yeah. <laughs> Flanders would have a gas mower. Why do I get the feeling that someday I'll be describing this to a psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah. Man, the sound effects for his push more are spot on. Yeah, really good. The only time Flanders ever mentions being in a fraternity. Oh man, we need a episode about that. Yeah, of college Flanders. And there's an episode, so it's surprising it didn't end with Homer and Flanders kissing in their Sunday dresses. No. But at least uh, we got a pretty funny ending out of that. Um, a lot of good moments in this episode. This was, again, this is a really, really strong one. I think this is the first time we've had consecutive, like, really strong. Like, Bart gets an F, followed by um, Simpson and Delilah. Pretty good. Yeah. But this is the first time I think we're going to... I'm going to guess anyways that we're both going to have episodes at the end rated over 8. Because I started with an 8.1. I'm going to mm -hmm. go up slightly to an 8.3. I really enjoyed that. I'll Not, meet you right there. Yeah. 8.3? Yeah. Yeah. That, it's, it's good. It's very good. Not not as funny or well-written, I think, than Trios of Horror or Dancing Homer, but very, very close. Um, I think this is the first Bart, like Bart-themed episode that I really, really enjoyed. Um, I liked the fact that Lisa was able to shine uh, using her smarts and kind of overruling Homer's old-school, uh, just kind of yell type of coaching, which makes sense. Like, that's... 32 years later that's mm -hmm. probably you know you should it was really quick but we got a little bit of character development for lisa which i really liked yeah it was kind of like matilda vibes a little bit where like she spends a lot of the time at the library right um, obviously i wouldn't want a whole episode like that but it was kind of nice just to like get a look into what lisa does on weekends you know um and there's some lines that i really forgot about that are uh, some good ones. Like I well, always, liars, yeah. yeah, I always love when Homer mistakes something for something else. Uh, like when Lisa says she'll win a new protractor and Homer's like, well, too bad we don't live on a farm. Um, that, that was good. <laughs> I totally forgot about that line, but my best gag, because I, uh, I make the sound it's, um, uh, typically a sound. I do it to my wife when, uh, like I want to, I wanted to come over for a hug or something. I'll do the, like the one hand clapping sound. And it's funny because, like, she has small hands. So, like, her – she can't really make the sound. It doesn't really sound like anything. So, it's just kind of her making a weird hand motion. So, that kind of relates to on a personal level to me. But I, I've always loved that one. It's just – that's one hand clapping. Bart got Lisa right there. There it is. Um, that's my favorite gag from this one. What about you? Uh, I'd just like to say uh, – so, a couple references in this episode. A few, actually. So, obviously, Dead Poets Society. Duh. Yeah. Um. But then Full Metal Jacket, the way you have to like name your your weapon. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I I don't I'm reading this right now. Did you ever watch Two Minutes uh, Hate? I did not. George Orwell's novel, rather. Which which one? Uh, Two Minutes Hate. 
uh, George R. Uh, Wells' novel, uh, 1984. Um, oh, I read 1984. I read 1984. When he makes uh, him look at Todd's photo, uh, concentrating how much he hates him, uh, it's surmised that it's a reference to that. I'm not familiar with that, though. I did read 1984, but I don't I, remember. It was like way back in uh, early high school. So. Yeah, I, I don't remember that specific part of 1984. That would have been grade 11 that I read that, so like 13 years ago. Um, good book, but I don't remember that part uh, at all. Um, my favorite part, you know what? I think it's Reverend Lovejoy, where he can't remember any of the like the specific Bible references that, that Ned is, is talking about. And as soon as he gives him a solution, he hands the phone to his wife to hang up on Ned because he, he's done this hundreds of times. He's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, <laughs> and yeah. The over. Yeah. It's, um, it's a real good running gag, isn't it? Oh, sorry. It's like he probably uh, crushed a worm. What was it? He probably killed he a, worm. On a worm. Yeah. He stepped on a worm. Yeah. I think that's probably my favorite. But I, overall, the whole um, story arc of this episode, I just really enjoy. So it kind of reminds me of Happy Gilmore and, you know, bit, just, yeah. uh, I, you know, just by itself, its own thing. It's just nice to watch. It's uh, it's funny uh, and smart at the same time. So, Yeah, there are a lot of good visuals in this, like from the actual, like they, they clearly put a lot of thought into each, what each hole was going to be on the mini putt course. Like there were a lot of references to stuff that was going on in town. Uh, like the, the power plant was one uh, itchy and scratchy was another. And then like the, the parallel of Homer as the big kind of monkey man ape thing. Um, so kudos to the, oh, to I the forgot visuals. about that. Yeah. You mimics yeah. The, that's a good gag too. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. That was a, a very good one. So great episode. We are really hitting the stretch here. Um, I think that's going to come to an end and season two, episode seven with Bart versus Thanksgiving. Cause I don't recall liking that one particularly very much. So that our, our string of uh, great episodes could be stunted. That one's okay. Uh, too. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to be pretty low on that one. I have a feeling the outcome is going to be as well, but who knows that could change. That's why we do this. Right. But mm-hmm. Shane, it's that old time. It's plug time. It is with them. Alrighty. So, uh, if you would like to, uh, continue the conversation with us, uh, please hit us up on Twitter at Simpsons underscore EBE for episode by episode. And if you're listening to us on whatever you're listening to us on, uh, most of you on Spotify. So please give us a follow and a like. And if you feel like contributing to the podcast, uh, you can hit us up on, uh, buy me a coffee. There's going to be a link underneath, uh, this episode and every other episode, um, is throw us a couple bucks. Uh, if not, New episodes every Friday, two new episodes every Friday, regardless. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. And, Nick, anything else before I run whatever I'm going to run? Uh, no, because I'm always curious to see what you're going to run. But uh, considering our next episode is Bart uh, versus Thanksgiving, go out and support the good folks who put cranberry sauce in uh, uh, cans. Uh, I don't know why they do it, because it tastes like bunghole. But Yeah, not a huge fan. Yeah. No, not a huge fan. Just give a big shout out to the cranberry sauce industry that runs out in Nebraska, I think. But uh, yeah, huge shout out to them. We'll talk about them a little bit more when we get to the next episode. But Shane, uh, as you always do, play us off with a clip that I have no clue what's coming, but I'm sure will be great that we'll talk about in the next episode. We'll see you later. Have a great day, everybody. 
Who controls the British pound? Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We do. Who leaves Atlantis off the maps? Who keeps the Martians under wraps? We do. We do. Who holds back the electric car? Who makes the Gutenberg a star? Who robs Kingfish of their sight? Who rigged every Oscar night? We 